have to relay some sad information. Of course, not only by the time this episode drops, it's not I that, you know. It's going to be a little late. It's not going to be breaking news. But also, I looked, uh, I'll give you the news first. Very famous, I would say famous, legendary, that's the word, legendary manga artist Kentaro Miyuda. Uh, he's the creator of Berserk, which is a very popular manga. And I've been wanting to read it for a long time. It's just money-wise, you know, buying the yeah. whole shit. Is that a TV show? I think they had an anime, but did they have like a... I thought they were doing like a, I don't know, like movies or... I heard they are doing some kind of live action thing with it. Like a newer thing? Yeah, I can't remember. I Because oh. I remember seeing this like months ago. Uh, anyway, he, unfortunately, Mr. Kotaro, has passed away on May 6th. So it's not even... Yeah. Even today, which is like, what, the 20th or something? Still not really new news. But uh, he was trending, I think, today on Twitter I saw, maybe yesterday. But that's very sad because he's only like 54 years old. So it sucks when you see like a young creator die like that because, you know, they have so much uh, more they could be, you know, give the world, which is kind of a selfish way to think of it. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, give the world grace. But, you know, he did create great art. Uh, felt to say when, uh, same when uh, Jiro Tanaguchi died, I think it was like a year or two ago. He was one of my favorite manga artists. Yeah. And uh, he was older. I think he maybe he was in his 70s or something. But uh, that was that was depressing. Uh, still got uh, Junji Ito. That's it. Junji, the horror. I've been getting into it. I bought more at Barnes & Noble of the horror. Oh, yeah? I think I got, like, look at, you see those big motherfuckers over there? He's the one that did that spirals, that Uzumaki. It's really good. It's, it's great! The fucking great! Have but, you read any of it yet? Yeah, I read, oh, like, okay. two of them now. Okay. Maybe three of them. They're big. Again, like, I, I told you, I read so much stuff while I was trying to read Jerusalem. <laughs> <laughs> that was That was some of the things. So, R.I.P. Kentaro. Work will live on, and me and Spencer will check it out sometime. Yeah, that really—it looks really fucking cool. It looks like um, art's amazing. Yeah, and I think it's supposed to be like one of those kind of. Isn't it supposed to be kind of on the violent side? Oh yeah, isn't it? Like yeah, a I, lot seen, of, I was I was looking flipping through the copy of Barnes and Noble at uh, the Omnibus and like a lots lot of, of fighting, shopping, and, yeah. and cleavings and all that stuff we like. So yeah, that's that's sad news. You uh, we both been in a manga mood lately. Yeah, yeah. You've been going through the dra- original Dragon Ball stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I got like that corpse delivery service, and uh, I forget the name of that one right there. It's like a sci-fi one I want to get into. Got another Jiro Tanaguchi book. Uh, that one I showed you was like Native Americans or something yeah. in it. Um, because I, I read most of his stuff, like his main stuff. I mean, th- those manga guys are so fucking prolific. Yeah. It's so hard to like if because by the time it comes out in English too like there's so much work it's really hard to keep up because you don't know all the things that they just get printed in like the little magazines and stuff uh, we just get like the big book editions usually and who knows if that's even everything yeah then I got a shitload of Junji Ito's books too now sitting there that I want to read oh I always wondered like if it like how hard and if and expensive if it would be to try to get some of like original like Shonen jump magazines that had like you know I want I just feel like in Japan they probably toss those away. Like that's the why I think one. it would probably be a little bit hard to yeah. get, like because you know there's not probably that many copies, you know, floating around. I mean, as much as manga culture and anime culture has like taken off and seems like it's been so popular for so long, that's really in this country and like South American countries, like Spanish speaking countries, where it was like super super popular. But Japan, it was always looked down as like a kids thing. Uh, only in recent years has it finally gotten to the point where it's like more respectable to be a manga artist and stuff. But for a long time, that was just like working at McDonald's. If you're like, oh, what do you do for a living? Manga artist? Like, fucking loser. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, damn. Even some stuff that's like, you know, super popular in Japan and stuff, they always saw it as like kid stuff, which that would be a fucking kick in the nuts because 
in America, we have American comics. Comic book, like, if you were like, oh, what do you do for a living? Ah, you know, draw comics for Marvel. They'd be like, oh, that's fucking rad, dude. Good job. Well, now, now. But do you think in, like, a fucking Jack Kirby era, other guys that weren't Jack Kirby would oh, be, like, losers? What, what is that? Yo, yeah, I mean. You draw them kitty books. Well, I mean, Stan Lee, his name's not Stan Lee. Yeah. His real name's Stan Leibowitz. Leibowitz, yeah. So, he changed his last name because he didn't, he didn't want to be... You know, and he constantly tried, he forever tried to get out of comics. He wanted to be a novelist. He wanted to write the great American novel. But yeah, I mean, like, anything before, like, the Iron Man movies or, like, their, like, the, you know, the beginning of the movie area, yeah, they wouldn't get, like, they'd just be like, they're like an artist or, you know, yeah. like a designer or stuff like that, I, I would say. So disappointing. Does Stan Lee have any prose novels? I mean, he might have tried to put something out there, but especially when he maybe got a little bit older. But that would have been cool to read if he did. If he does, like find that. Eh, I guess we'll just end the cold open on respect artist. Yeah, it doesn't matter what kind of art you do. We know who gets it now. It's this weird uh, people who've drawn all that erotic fanfic stuff. Yeah, some of them are it's really good. I it, 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 well, yeah, I it mean, really good. You're like, well, even just besides, like, man, like the way they draw the veins yeah. and the fucking the the juices and stuff, like, damn, that's pretty skilled. But at the same time, you're also like, as the prudish gentleman we obviously yeah. are, we look at it as like, man, why aren't you like drawing like real stuff? Yeah. You know, draw. But that's probably what they said to the fucking guys who were drawing comic back then. Why you got you're really artistic. You're really talented. Why aren't you drawing? You know, doing real oh, art. Yeah. Which that's a, that's a shitty way. Look, if you like drawing erotic stuff, fucking great. Good for you. I always Keep wondered what the uh, pay rate for those are. Probably super high. Because, well, I mean, they're probably not super high, but uh, it's like the romance genre. Super demand is what I meant to say. Yeah. They're in super demand. People are buying them left and right, but you're, you know, your name's uh, fucking Rainy Sky or, you know, Sunset Skittlesworth or whatever your <laughs> fake name is. You don't want people to know that you're doing that. Uh, in 2021, I think we're finally at a point where uh, it's like a second sexual revolution where people are more comfortable coming out saying they do these things. But, you know, even just a couple years ago, if, you, if that's if your actual job was create erotic art for like, you know, the jungle vixens or whatever, fantasy. whatever. Yeah. Jungle fantasy comics or whatever those things are, you know, it's technically a smut smut book. But it gets sold in comic book stores. Some, not all. So if you were the doing cool that, ones, the yeah. cool comic book shops. I mean, that's a real job. Like you're really getting, you're still getting paid to make comics, but at the same time, you're making you know genitals. Uh, somebody's got to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the Drunken Pen Writing Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb James. With me today, Spencer, the Chad Chode Church. Oh, it even went with your name. Yeah. Bro, it went with your last (laughs) name. You're the Chad. I landed on Chad. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what they call people from Chad. Chadans? Chadish? Chadian? Chatters? Chadian Chode? Chatter Toad? Chode? Chode's a good one, though. (laughs) That's the only insult I can think. Well, I guess it didn't have to be Chode, but I don't want to be like Mindy and... Say something super <laughs> offensive. <Yeah. laughs> uh, we just recorded two episodes in a row, and we're on a third one. Yippity kippy, the cocaine's a flowing. Yeah. I mean, the surge is flowing. Oh no! Brother. Oh no! I made contact with. It. Oh yeah, I was supposed to come up with a promo. Fuck. Well, what was the episode after the last episode we just did that we were supposed to? Uh, the RC. 
Or this one. I guess it could be this one. Yeah. Then I'll post Tuesday. So I gotta come up with something, brother. Alright, I got one. Uh Uh-oh. Well, your candy ass was sitting here writing, because that's what you apparently do. I was doing real work. I was editing podcasts. I was going over outlines. I was pretending that I was a... I don't know. Don't worry about that. I pretend to do things in my my spare time with the tutu. uh, You know, I get crazy, brother. But anyway, I was was thinking about doing some writing. You know what I did? Editing. I'm an editor. I do editing. I edit things and I make them work. You know what I did the other day? Nothing. Because I was busy editing. Editing a Mirakami Minute for your candy ass to make you sound good. And you know what? Your promo got music. Who put the music in, Spencer? Was it you? No, it was me, brother. That's my favorite part about Macho Man. Is he was like, is it you, Hulk Hogan? Like he would always, like, he's like a motorcycle revving up at the end. Is it you, Spencer? That really hurts the throat. <laughs> Sorry, folks. We were, we were supposed to start writing promos because Spencer's promo last week was just rambling, and then this one was obviously <laughs> rambling. We decided this is gonna be our new gimmick. Every week we're gonna have promos where we just yell at each other for not writing. Even if we did write, we'll just yell at each other for not working. Anyway, today's episode is gonna be a DBS episode. Why not? Like we just said, third episode in a row. Yeah, and we also had some serious episodes. Serious, if you want to say it that way. Uh, about books and stuff. And, but today, because Spencer, he's, he's been getting hot and bothered about this. He's, he's been trying to put a coal under my behind about uh, doing a short story collection for DPW. And he wanted the announcement to be by September, is what you initially said. Uh, so we have to start writing some stories. Yeah. My plan, though, is... Because where we've gone wrong in the past is we have like a general, oh, maybe it'll just be weird stories or yeah. horror stories. We need a theme. Yeah. Like, I think that's where we got to go because like with the last anthology thing we were working on, like when I was starting to go over some of the stories, everything was so wildly different that if you were a reader going into it, like who, who would we market it to? Because you'd be like, oh, yeah. We got weird fiction, horror fiction, science fiction. Like, it, it just it didn't work Like with that kind of stuff. We need something, a theme. And I feel like if it, maybe it should just be me and you at first. Uh, maybe if Ashley wants to throw a story in, just to keep it just the DPW guys at yeah. first. Because last time we were reaching out to different people who wanted to be involved. And maybe it was a little too ambitious. I think it would be better to shrink it down and just have us. Yeah. And also, another one that bogged things down is the last time we had 10,000 word plus stories like all the stories were around ten thousand or more words i think we should keep it under four thousand what do you think maybe have a couple flash fictions thrown in and at max five thousand words while we were trying to be like okay we want this certain amount of page count and stuff but most of the short story collections like the indie authors and stuff i was looking through the stories are usually only like 10 pages at most yeah and i think that while it might be difficult for us to be able to tell like a full story in that kind of time frame uh, i think that would one, it'd be more of a challenge to our writing, but two, probably just be a better idea to yeah. keep things shorter, and then we could just have more fun with the idea versus uh, getting too serious about the writing, which is kind of what we do when we have these, like, oh, you, the cutoff's 15,000 words. Oh, well, I could describe this lady's brassiere for a couple yeah. paragraphs. Like, I could get, you know, you get too fucking wordy. And I also think, yeah, I think the theme is a good idea, especially with us being the first thing that any of us putting out well i don't know has Ashley put anything out has yeah he- he's uh i think he's self-published some stuff in the past and he's been 
I mean, are we talking about things like have we been published in other stuff, or are you just talking about ourselves putting things yeah, out? Yeah, because like, he's with, like been published in other places with, too. You know, more or less being not having much of a following or a name. I think once you like, um, you have a name, you could do like, you know, like Stephen King short story collections. They yeah. don't really have like a theme or anything. They're just it could be stories. more random. Yeah, they're just you, stories you, that he wrote because you're you reading know, it because of the author. Yeah, so I think you know. Uh, maybe hopefully in the future, we if we do anything else again, or just even with our own work, if we do other collections, that it could be more of just kind of like a random maybe thing, because hopefully by then we have a bit more of a following, mm. and people are wanting to read it because they want to read us, and not because, oh, it's a it's a horror collection, yeah. or a fantasy collection, or something. Well, or see, like, like, originally our plan was, uh, well, originally we were just going to do just me and you have a fucking short story collection, and again, it was just very random. And then uh, that's when we created the website, and then that took off. And we're like, oh, shit, well, you know, the thing's fucking... And we, then we learned how to we, write, too. We did very... Uh, that was a whole uh, caught before the horse uh, yeah. situation there. I think now we... We had no idea what we were really getting. Because we were both like, okay, we can write, but we... We were very amateur. Like, we were yeah. on the level. It was just like, we had so much to fucking learn. And we weren't anywhere near the level we needed to be to put out a quality and like, product. And I don't know about you, but... Before that period, other than maybe some comics that I picked up, picked up from like conventions, I haven't read that many, that much indie work. Yeah. To where now we've have read we've read some of our fellow fellow indie authors, and you kind of get a feel and a sense for like, like kind of what you're shooting for when it comes to format wise yeah. and size of books and... And even to agree to, like, the promotion of, like, how you promote yeah, it and stuff. And, and stuff like that, because it's gonna be completely different than, you know... Mm -hmm. Uh, then with the DPW collection we were gonna put out, we were reaching out to people and had people reach out to us that wanted to be involved and stuff, and the problem with that was, one, it was just horror, and then it turned out into weird horror, and then it, cause we were trying to fit the stories into the the collection versus trying to have the stories all be a theme or something that would be in the collection. And then we were just hoping, like, if we did that, it would just be the DPW name that sells. Yeah. And while that would have been all right, I feel like that would have been very limited because it would have just been our audience for that. Yeah. So hopefully, I mean, we could do this, the short story collection. Now it would be a DPW imprint, obviously. Yeah. But we would be able to market it a little bit differently and stuff. The, the main questions we need to ask here, we're talking about, okay, a theme, come up with a theme. Now, we also have to come up with, are we doing a genre? And if we want to dive deeper, are we doing, like, how, Maru, you know, First Person Singular by Mirakami is, obviously, everything is, you know, first person narration. Would we even go that deep? I don't, I don't think, think we, we need to go, to, yeah. Yeah, I don't think we have I to. I would be. like to have a mix. Yeah. First person, third person, past, present, whatever we feel like writing. It depends what the theme is. I think it's a little wishy-washy if we mix genres too much. So if you were writing a sci-fi story and then I wrote a fucking horror story and then you wrote a fantasy story and I wrote an erotica story, I, I don't think that's yeah. a good idea. So while we don't have to have a specific genre we're in, we need the theme and the genre to blend a little bit so we have more of a direction. And I think going picking a genre I think would probably be best because i think then too when it comes to the marketing mm -hmm. you can be this is a horror collection this is a sci-fi collection you know what well, you know whatever well here's another problem with the uh 
which was what I was coming into a little bit with when we were doing the last thing, because we wanted to be horror slash weird horror, I'm not always in the mood to write that. Yeah. So while I was in the mood for one story to write that, by the time I was done with that, I was in a, like, I didn't want to necessarily do that. So if we go uh, strict genre, I don't know if I'll be able to stay on track okay. with that for all the stories. I mean, while the stories will be shorter, it'd be easier. It's still going to be a little difficult if we're not, you know, either of us, you know, aren't in the mood for that particular genre at the time. Versus if it was more of an open-ended, uh, not like literary fiction, but like how literary fiction short story collections are all real-world stories, technically. So we could blend a little bit, but I would want my stories to be more fun, so I would like a genre. So if we could do like an open-ended genre, so say if we were doing horror stories, which why would we pick horror stories? Because we wanted to release it in Halloween. So if we were doing horror... Yeah, because Halloween seems to be good for us. Yeah, but if we were doing horror... Uh, if it was open-ended horror, it could be sci-fi horror, fantasy yeah. horror. It's not too strict, but uh, when I was talking about, like, the themes and stuff, like, what I liked about, like, that Neon Druids anthology I picked up, that indie book we did, uh, we were reading. Well, you didn't read that one yet. No. Um, what I liked about that is the theme is uh, Celtic Celtic mythology, but all the stories in there, some are fantasy, some are horror, some are... Uh, real world with real like magical realism but the the only time thing for those is the celtic mythology thing so that opens it up though because you could have a monster you could have fairies or you can just have the idea of something but you're not pigeonholed into a specific genre with that uh i like the i think that would be a good way for us to go with a short story collection is you know if we have that kind of theme we can gear it towards so maybe if, if it's uh say we're writing horror theme stories kind of for it, you'd be like, hey, I have this idea for a story. It's not necessarily horror. You'd be like, okay, that's fine as long as it still has that, you know, towards that theme. So, I mean, what would the theme be? I think that'd be the place to start as the theme rather than the specific genre. I mean, do you, like, like when you say theme, do you want me, like, uh, like, do you want to try to do stories about, like, regret or anger like that kind of stuff or and like have the horror or sci-fi or whatever go around that like you know i mean we could go that direction like the one uh anthology i was supposed to be in that they ended up bailing on uh which i was pissed because i wrote my whole story and i ended up thinking it was really good uh their theme they were doing elemental themes throughout the, all their short stories or, or the stories and the one that I was in was supposed to be fire so the whole book everything I just had to deal with that was the only tying thing was had to have fire somewhere in there i would rather do something like that versus feeling because then i feel like we're kind of getting to the literary fiction a little more like if every story has to deal with anger then we, we i think we'd be marketing towards that crowd because like how do you, you know anything technically could be a story about anger but I don't know, I, I think that would be kind of difficult to come up with a bunch of stories yeah. just with that. I mean, we could go something with, because we're drunk at pen writing, you know, drunken nights or something could be the tying theme. And then, like, not every story has to involve an alcoholic or somebody drinking or something, but they could be, like, say you wanted to, you know, r write a story about... It takes place in a bar. Yeah. You know that the guy's not drinking, but it takes place in a bar. That's or, a, Yeah, that, that'd that be the only thing. Is so, or like a, like a high school reunion or something. Yeah, where, so the setting 
could, you know, the story doesn't have anything to do with booze at all or anything. It's just maybe the setting takes place where booze is there. Like, that would be a good one because it's very open-ended. So you could have a fucking car chase story and the guy was just leaving the bar. Yeah. And that's the only part about that. You didn't have to talk about drinking or anything. But that would or fit. He's, he's drunk while he's, like, speeding away from the cops or yeah. something. Longest, yeah. Longest shot style. Yeah, or if I wanted to fucking... You know, write an alien story or something. It's the guy was fucking out uh, drinking moonshine in the yeah. field, and then he sees a UFO. You know, just something like that. I think that would be a fun one because we'd come up with a lot of ideas with just you know involving that, and then uh, that would keep some semblance of uh, you know some glue to the stories, yeah. keeping a little bit tied together. Now, what would we think would be um, a good size? Because you know you're talking about having like flat fictions, and then like. 5,000 word story, like, how, like, you know, how much of each do you, like, you know what I mean? I think it would be more important to just write the stories, maybe each aim for five stories or something, and then just see where we are, because then we could always add more stories, yeah, or even take away stories if need be, but that probably wouldn't happen. I think that would be a little better than focusing on word counts and page counts because if we do that, then all of a sudden we might be fluffing up certain stories. Well, yeah, no, or, but I mean just like a. Um, I uh, would, I would think I would want it to be because because uh, I think that's something that somebody uh, when they're if, if it's a novel or a collection that that is something that they have to put some thought into is. Like, you know, the size. Yeah. So they I would know. think 140 to 200 pages normal font. I think that would be a pretty decent goal. Because that's short and novel length. Uh, but that's not cumbersome. And I feel... Uh, like that's probably like... This Mirakami book's probably around that, right? This might be a little more. That's 300 something. Well, that's giant font, though. Yeah. So this is... That's probably what Mirakami's was. It was like 200 or so pages. So that's 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 something we can definitely do. I think obviously we would use our board to, you know, write down what stories we're gonna work oh, on. Oh yeah, might that that might be. Yeah. Uh, we might have to we might have to break down and get a, like a separate board. Yeah, we could that. we could do that. That's a good idea. Like just an all white board, not a yeah, not like a calendar, calendar board. board. And if we do the drunken nights theme, if my if I don't sell the story I'm working on now because it you know it's in a pub, yeah, I could fucking use it for the book. It yeah, yeah. Well, that, how, how long is that story? It's gonna be less than four thousand words, probably maybe five thousand. I, I couldn't remember what the thing that you were originally planning to submit it to. I couldn't remember what that there. was a six thousand word limit. Uh, so in most magazines, that's around the okay. limit. So I would uh, still gonna keep you know because I'm gonna shop it around when I'm done with it. Uh, I really wish I could have finished, like, again, just everything going on, I wasn't able to finish it. I only had nine you, days. You were about to get married. Yeah, that that was, uh, I wish I would have found that thing, like, when I had COVID or something. Maybe, I, even though I was sick, I would have got some spark to write, because I really like that, where that story's going. Well, you, you could have got the, um, the outline and stuff done, maybe. Yeah, I didn't outline that story, really. Uh, we just kind of brainstormed it. But I, I don't really outline short stories. I mean, maybe I should, but... Well, I mean, just because of the state you were in. Oh, like, yeah, you know that would have I mean? made sense. Like, you may have not been able to get yourself to write, but maybe you could get, like, a notebook and be like, I want a weird creature from an asteroid that's mm -hmm. going to slowly take people. Like, you know what I mean? Another good idea for this is not necessarily... I would say deadlines for each story. So when we come up with what stories we want to write for the... You know, whenever it'd be like, hey... When do you realistically think you can get this done by? Yeah. And then, you know, what do we got to do to make that happen and have an actual time frame for that? 
on that uh, A Beautiful Anarchy podcast. I just started listening to that today. I just happened to find it. Uh, one of the early episodes was about time. And the way he describes, like, your time is, like, both of us do it completely wrong. Oh, which yeah. most people do. But, he, you know, he was talking about, like, the metaphor he used was if you have a bucket and you have, like, sand, gravel, and then big rocks. And the big rocks are the things you want to do, like, the creative things, like, say, writing. Uh, then the sands, like, all the fucking, you know, whatever dumb shit you're doing. Like, I don't think he went into that too much. Like, but, chores. Yeah. Or... But, uh, well, like, fucking around on social media yeah. and things like that. So if you fill up the bucket with the sand first and stuff, meaning you spend the first part, like, when I get home, I do this all the time. Like, I sit down and I fuck around on my phone for a while, then eat yeah. and I'm like, okay, time to write. Well, what that does is you're filling up the bucket with the sand, and then you don't have room for all the rocks. Yeah. Versus if you put all the rocks in first, Seriously. and then you dump the sand on. It goes in And even if you don't get all the sand, that just means that, you know, what, you're, what are you cutting out? The bullshit stuff. Yeah. Instead of cutting out the creative energy and the writing time, you, like, for us, it'd be writing. Which I do that all the time. I get well, home, I fuck around on my phone, and then I always put the writing last, and yeah. then I don't get writing done. Yeah. Even even today, I was like, I got done with work, I got home, I got cleaned up, I got something to eat, and, you know, I still had a couple hours before I had to get come up here, because, you know, I get done a little bit of, a couple hours earlier than you do. At work, I was like, oh, I can try and at least get a couple hundred words then before going to Caleb's before we were recording. But then when How I many got, reels did you watch? <laughs> it's more like... Like, uh, I, it wasn't so much there, but I was just like, just, I kind of was just like, work did me in, you know, that, mm. that, that normal excuse. And I was just kind of laying there. I did like a little bit of reading. So I kind of, I felt like, you know, a little bit good. Like, at least I was like doing some reading. Yeah. Like, you know, I, that, that's how I tried to make myself feel better. But like, yeah, I had a couple hours before I even came up here because I can tell you whenever I go home after this. I'm not gonna get any writing done. Like See, I should have done it before I came here, and then when I yeah. got home, and then when I got that's home, what, that's that's the change we both need to make. Because like when we do the podcast, I always go, okay, well after Spencer leaves, I'll go write for a little bit. Sometimes I do, and but very rarely do I get in the good flow and actually get a lot of words. Yeah, like, usually I just end up fucking petering off, and then that's how it goes. Uh, and usually because I'm also very tired by then. So. The prioritize our time is very important for this anthology or short story collection, whatever it's going to be. Uh, we need to, you know, that's just personal changes we need to make is stop fucking cutting out these little slivers of time for the writing and actually do the bulk. Yeah. Make, make that the bulk time you use instead. Of, you know, it's very tempting always to come home after a hard day of work and wanting to just relax for a little bit and stuff. But you really gotta we gotta cut that out because yeah. that's what always kills me. Is because like okay, once I sit down and I relax for a little bit, I know I'm not fucking doing anything. At most, I'll read. Yeah. But again, that's not what I that's not what I want to come. I need to do the writing before I do anything else. That, that needs lot, to be the most important. That or a lot of uh, a lot of times I'll even like I have all intents and purposes, and then like I'll just I fall asleep on the couch, and uh. then there's like. Next thing I know, it's been two or three hours. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, shit, I really can't do anything now because even though that I kind of just nap, I kind of have to go to bed now. <laughs> yeah, you got it. And then so you can work again. So we can, uh, we'll figure that out, get a board and do all that stuff. I don't know. I, I like that that idea of the Drunken Knights theme. What do you think? It doesn't have to be Knights, but you know, yeah. it'll just, just be the title or whatever. You know, DPW presents Drunken Knights and then. We could have all kinds of tales of debauchery. We could have real life tales. No, drunken nights like nighttime or drunken nights like questing that I hate. I think you know the answer to that. 
Yeah, but alright, Spencer, you have fun writing your five stories. You fucking work for months and months, get them all turned. I'm like, what the fuck is this garbage, Spencer? This is supposed to be about fantasy. Yeah. These are all, look at my stories. This is all King Arthur themed. Like, yeah. what? Drunken knights. <laughs> you know, knights that had too much mead and they go on drunken quest. What? How did you mess that up? Didn't you see the K on the board? <laughs> I thought you just misspelled it because you're dumb. Yeah. Alright, so we got that set in stone. Let's get it done. Uh, do you have any ideas? No, you know what? We're not going to brainstorm story because we'll be here all day for that. Yeah, it's already getting a little late. Yeah, and I still got to write my novel. That's another thing. if Because uh, you were doing some longer work, and I'm going to be doing longer work. So these stories, we'll really have to, like, you know, come up with time frames for certain things because, you know, if I'm working on a novel, I can't just be doing a short story the whole time. So yeah. I'll have to really be like, you know, this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, the only thing I'm doing is writing this yeah. one story. Yeah. And then I finish it, and then go, you know, take a week maybe, and then before I do the next one. I think that would be the way to go. So, uh, mostly it's just uh, getting our shit together. We need to both do that and get serious about it. Because I think our writing is both good enough now where we can actually put out something really decent. Uh, I like to think so, anyway. If you folks have any ideas for a theme for a short story collection that you'd like to hear that's not Drunken Nights, uh, feel free to shoot it our way. You can go to drunkenpenwriting.com. We have a contact page. Also a donate page. <laughs> uh, we uh, also have Twitter, which is Drunk Penwriting, and Facebook, Instagram, Drunken Penwriting. So check those out. Check us out. We'll check you out through your webcam because we're hackers. Are you a hacker, Conzo? No. You're not a hacker? No. <laughs> okay. It always comes out hooker. Always, <laughs> always the autocorrect. That's what it yeah. is. The Zuckerberg knows too. He knows what you like to look up. That's why you get all the suggestions on Facebook. I've been getting a lot of fucking fancy writing implement suggestions from Etsy on Facebook. And I don't even go to Etsy, so I don't know why. But yeah. I want to now. It's very hard not to click on those. They're very tempting. It's like, do I need a four hundred dollar wooden briefcase that opens up and has all your writing stuff? No. Yes. 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 Yes, no. Yes. 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 I heard somebody open the door. How's that possible? Either we're ro- getting robbed. There's, I can't see because there's a curtain behind you. It's freaking me out. I heard the door open, though. <laughs> Mini home? She shouldn't be home yet. I don't want to move the curtain. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a guy with the fucking hatchet. Do I got weapons over here? I got a tripod. Well, folks, if this is... Uh, well, it won't air because of who's going to edit it, brother. I'll tell you who's going to edit it. The ghost of me because I'll still do work. Well, your handy ass will be six feet under. Roasting in hell. Roasting, twisting, and burning. I'm going to have to come up with a, like a high-pitched gimmick because that hurts my throat. <laughs> I'll tell you something, boy. I'll be like Paul Bear. I'll tell you something, Spencer. You can't hold a candle to me. You dirty, no-good mother... Fucker. You ever see those other so hilarious? I tell you, Undertaker. Go watch some Paul Bearer fucking clips on YouTube. You'll get, you'll get the reference, folks. This is a lineal. They don't, they don't know. I wanted to edit on this, actually. Did you know there's now two kinds of millennials? Whatever we are, millennial, and geriatric millennials, which are the older millennials that everybody makes fun of. So just check it on folk, check it online, folks. Are you a geriatric? Are you geriatric? Hmm. We're not. No. I think the cutoff's like 36 or something. Okay. But still, it's, or 39 maybe? I think my brother's a geriatric. <laughs> See, uh, I was thinking the same thing about mine. Too. What an awful, awful name for a group of people. I thought boomers was bad, but geriatric. <laughs>
You damn Zoomers got us again. Especially with the geriat- geriatric millennials. Like, two things that do not go together at no. all. Damn. That, that's rough. Uh, so anyway, folks, thanks for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>